This week on Kettle Fish, Vermin Supreme stops by to talk about free ponies, zombie energy, and dental re-education camps. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle a Fish the No Politics Laughter Show. It's time for Kettle of Fish. No debate, hate, or argument allowed on Kettle of Fish. It's like a Willy Wonka psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle of Fish. Alrighty, welcome to Kettle of Fish, the show after the show, the talk after the talk, the 20-minute comedy money shot after the two hours of political foreplay. We've got D, we've got Fern. Are you guys ready to get fishy? Glub, glub, D. <laughs> oh, so ready. I think that's, that's the sound a fish makes, right? Glub, glub, bubble, bubble. Bubble, bubble, I think, is closer. You know, bubble, um, bubble. there is this guy running for president, and he's got a lot of far-out ideas, and he's really unreasonable, and all his ideas are impossible to accomplish. But we're not going to talk about Donald Trump today, who I do want to yeah. talk about is Berman Supreme presidential candidate who believes in free ponies for all, zombie energy, and dental re-education centers. And I just think this guy is great. I've been watching a lot of his videos. So let me get Vermin in here because we've, even though this isn't a political show, I want to talk some politics with Vermin. Are you in um, D ready, Fern? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fern, are you ready? You got that drone ready? I, to talk to I am ready. All righty. Vermin Supreme, sir, how you doing? Hello, citizen. Hello, Vermin. And others. Uh, Vermin, I would like to uh, wish you a very happy holiday season to you. Okay. And yours. Oh. You too. Right. Fair enough. Vermin, are you I using caught the some tail kind of, of the, the last show, the, the last show I just caught the tail end of, uh, so to speak, and uh, it seemed like you were all veering into a... Uh, to some dick humor, and so I would like to <laughs> open uh, with a little introduction to a candidate for uh, whom I have lobbied uh, over the years for, and I, I believe uh, this year may be his year. Uh, of course, uh, uh, he, I've got to say, he's uh, not certainly made a big splash, as it were, and of course you have uh, Sydney's voluptuous buttocks uh, as a declared candidate, and uh, this is one of my candidates, and uh, his name is, of course, Dickhead. See Dickhead run. See him do it. Good. (laughs) Fellow Americans, prick up your ears. Join us now as we mount a campaign to thrust our glands into the highest orifice in the land. Are you coming? The Misinformed Citizen Party is excited to present the feel-good candidate of the new century, a candidate guaranteed to satisfy who will get your juices flowing. He will have you on your knees in thanks. Yes, Dickhead is a thobbing tower of strength, a pillar of rigid righteousness. Dickhead is a glands with a plan, swollen with pride in America. Dickhead is engorged with a determination and single-mindedness to enter the 23rd century head-on. Dickhead has been boning up and has a firm grasp on policy issues. Let us get something straight between us. Dickhead has a real appreciation how hard it can be for the working stiff. Dickhead will never treat the voters like sheep. Dickhead will never jerk you around. America, you're a nation. Don't muff it. Dickhead is a candidate with real condom sense. Dickhead is a candidate who can make a real vast deference. Dickhead is a candidate who will not piss into the wind. 
dickhead can offer stiff competition to those other weenies who should be hung, but they're not. Bend over, Republicrats. Take it like a man. There's a new cock on the walk who is going to beat you off like a drum. Dickhead wants to stick it to special interest groups. Dickhead wants nothing to do with soft money. Dickhead will be real hard on real crime. He will reform the penal code, will stimulate the economy, endorse bigger family values, will foster intercourse between nations. All we are saying is give Head a chance. Let us sow the seeds today for a future of golden showers tomorrow. Put your money where your mouth is and taste the difference. Help him get over the hump. You are what you eat. Help us ride Dickhead all the way into the White House and into the annals of history. Dickhead, he's behind you 100%. Erect Dickhead. The penis is mightier than the sword. Thank you. Yes. I am actually standing up saluting. Yes. I think I need a cold shower. We'll rent it right off this flagpole and see who salutes. Wow. Wow. You are a patriot, sir. Let me ask you this. I introduced you as a presidential hopeful, Vermin, but I've seen other um, interviews with you where you said you were actually the president, and Obama is not. I take a slight umbrage at the term hopeful. Uh, Hopefully I will get elected this election, but quite frankly it matters not. Uh, So it is said that four out of five time travelers call Vermin Supreme Mr. President, and I stand by that. It's merely a matter of time. I am biding my time. You will notice if you look at this here graph that I'm holding up to the phone. Uh, yes, that, uh, very America, colorful, by the way. You will see that America, this line represents America, is going slowly downhill. Uh, in contrast, that, uh, if you look at this card, you will see that my stock is rising slowly. Once again, it's a slow build, but at some point, these two lines will meet. My prediction is it will be in 2036. That is when I will be actually elected. Till then, we're just building. Till then, we're just holding places in history. Until then, I'll keep plugging along. I'm not in a hurry. Nice. I look forward to you being my eventual overlord and taking control of every facet of my meaningless life. So I'm looking forward to that, Vermin. Indeed. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. You are truly a good citizen. A great American. (laughs) Or other. (laughs) I consider myself other. Hey, listen, recently at the bequest of Jesus, you sprinkled magic fairy dust on pro-life hypocrite and homophobe um, Randall Terry, turning him gay. Has Randall called you to thank you for freeing him from the shackles of his heterosexuality? Uh, Once again, uh, he has not uh, come out. However, I will say that shortly after that particular event, he did write a blog post about it, um, and he did... Uh, mentioned that the glitter had no uh, effect on what? his sexuality. Now, once again, yeah, I don't believe him. May, I'm thinking he may have already been gay. Is what is was my natural? Oh thought. yeah. Um, you know, pri- prior to uh, uh, meeting uh, Mr. R- uh, Terry in the field of uh, debate battle in 2012, I did have the pleasure to meet him. Uh, in 2008, at the uh, or, or perhaps it was 2004, at the uh, Boston Convention Center, when I was working outside of there, uh, I have this bit uh, that I like to warn people lined up for various uh, events that they should be prepared to uh, present their dental credentials uh, for inspection and have their birth certificate for available for perusal, and of yes. course to be prepared for their 
uh, full body cavity rectal search. And uh, people seem to like that. And uh, Mr. Terry seemed to like that very much also. And uh, he came up to me. I recognized him immediately. This was a little, uh, I did not have the boot on my head at the time. I was wearing this devil mask. And I think that's what drew him towards me. And, um, oh, yes, uh, I, I knew he, who he was. Uh, he didn't know who I was at that moment. Uh, my wife knew who he was. And, and uh, we are horrified, of course, uh, by his, his politics and his uh, penchant for uh, throwing live baby fetuses to make a point and his disownment of his gay son and all these uh, horrible things he says about these things. Um, and my wife was literally hissing, hissing, hissing at him. <laughs> Like a tea kettle <laughs> gone mad, she was hissing at him, and I knew in my heart of hearts that this man is terrible, and I, I hate him, and I despise everything that he stands for. And yet there we were, looking in each to each other's eyes, and we were drawn into each other's charisma sphere because he's a very charisma individual, as am myself. And did and you hear was, Barry White music there, playing as this was going there, on? I think there was. There was a spark. It was a beautiful moment. There was a bromance going on. I mean, I was under the distinct impression that the man truly wanted to perform fellatio upon me. Um, and it was a it was a very special moment. I, it was a very it was a very strange moment. It was a moment of cognitive dissonance once again because uh, you now, know like, like yeah, it was it truly was. And then I met him again. Uh, that was, all those four years, uh, eight years later at the uh, in New Hampshire at the uh, lesser known candidate debate and uh, and through a miracle, some sort of I think Jesus provided us this miracle that. Uh, uh, Mr. Terry wanted to run as a Democrat for for some reason to to embarrass uh, Mr. Obama, which uh, Terry did get a few few uh, delegates in Oklahoma of all places, uh, but he was there, and uh, of course uh, alphabetically we, he was one seat behind, next to me, and uh, that was truly a blessing. I, I thank you, Jesus, again for for making that happen, and uh, and there we were next to each other, uh, just I was close enough to to give him dirty looks throughout the throughout the debate and, and mimic his various movements and uh, and uh, be a, a royal annoyance. And, uh, yes, at the, at the closing moment. And, of course, uh, I wasn't sure exactly what to do with him and to him and for him uh, up until the very night before when, when I said, oh, right, glitter bombing, that's a thing, isn't it? And uh, So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I dumped a bunch of glitter on him, bunches and bunches and bunches and bunches, handfuls and pocketfuls and pocketfuls and... <laughs> Pounds, it seemed like pounds in a never-ending stream of real, actual, irritating glitter. I, I, yes, I stood he took up a glitter and, shower. and continued to dump on it, and and uh, he he had no choices. He was provided very limited choices. Uh, uh, you know, he could have gone up and 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 stormed away, or or he could have swung on me, or or you know, I provided him with very few avenues, and, and all of them were bad. And and uh, he is a very politic man, and so when uh, he 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 sat and and took it and waited for it to to end, and uh, and was uh, yeah awesome. yeah I owned him. It, it, it was. was. I owned awesome. him. Yeah, you did. You totally. Yeah, I owned him. I, I, I think I read. I think I read somewhere, and then maybe it was the National Enquirer that after that incident, he actually uh, started working on a pray the gay away force field to prevent glitter bombing. Is that accurate, mm. Mr. Mr. Supreme? I think I did hear something about that, so I, I'll, I'll say yes. If you heard it, that that confirms it. But I vaguely remember from seeing on a Facebook post once. Truly, well, truly, that's good I, enough. He for can me. try. And but... I think it's good enough for Wikipedia, also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, uh, so has anybody invited you to be on the campaign trail with them? Uh, have you thought about maybe a running mate for vice president at all? Well, in, in the last election cycle, of course, I had the. Uh, reciprocity agreement with uh, Jimmy McMillan of the Rent is Too Damn High Party, where uh, he served as my 
uh, VP choice in the uh, Free Pony Party, and I was uh, actually the VP candidate for the uh, Rent is Too Damn High Party, uh, and that was a very successful collaboration, and uh, the people, when we were together on the streets, when people saw that sort of double meme power coming at them, boom, they were blown away. Um, recently, sadly, uh, Mr. McMillan, it may be a publicity stunt, we can only hope, uh, seems to have resigned from politics. And uh, I wish him the best of luck. So that leaves me a little high and dry this election cycle. Um, wow. I've had a, a short list. I, I floated uh, Tom Brady's name uh, when I was on uh, giving an interview on Boston Sports Radio, but that was pretty much purely pandering. Um, I, I don't of course. Expect that. And I received a lot of negative feedback from places that weren't in New England. Um, so <laughs> I, my, my dream candidate, uh, quite personally, and I have not had any luck uh, getting a, in touch with him, is uh, an activist uh, based out of Mexico City known as uh, Super Barrio. And uh, he is uh, an activist along the lines of, uh, of uh, Mr. McMillan in that he has a gimmick, and his gimmick is uh, wearing a, a Mexican wrestler's mask and costume. And nice. he, he himself Still more ran. reasonable than Trump and Carson. Indeed. And he ran for president in 96 uh, of, America, of the Americas and conducted a campaign that... Uh, Across the borders, U.S. and Mexico. So he he would be my dream uh, VP. Uh, until then, um, I'm I'm on the search. Um, we're auditioning uh, VP candidates uh, very shortly on a uh, show based on American Idol, and uh, maybe the voice. Maybe I'll be blindfolded. I, I don't know. We, we'll figure out the details. Of course, it will be highly entertaining and low rated. I'm sure. Very sweet. Hey, I've got to ask you this, Vermin. The movie Who is Vermin Supreme? It has basically disappeared off the radar. Did the dental cabal take out that movie? What's going on? Um, I just think that is ultimately um, in the lap of uh, – it's a quandary of the documentarian uh, film uh, world, I think. Uh, You know, uh, um, how do you distribute such a thing? And um, I've – Left it in the hands of Mr. Owen Derrick, the uh, auteur who created this uh, amazing document based on my 2012 run and uh, my career up to that point in time. Um, and traditionally, I, I, will, I was hoping to use it more as a propaganda vehicle this election year, and I, I may just yet. I've been uh, doing showings of it, screenings, house parties. Um, I've had little mini tours of it, as has Steve. Um, so we still have a pretty tight control. I imagine that hopefully in the near future it will be released on Vimeo um, and uh, maybe make a little pay-per-view event, uh, although I think it will be ultimately uh, distributed uh, free of charge. Uh, and speaking of Vimeo, I'd also like to talk about my first actual product where I'm uh, actually charging money for good luck to me, uh, is on the Vimeo, and it is a Blueprint for New America. It's, it's yes. my vision for a new America, and, and uh, I believe, from my understanding, uh, every presidential candidate has to have a, a blueprint for a new America, and I am making mine available, and it is my novel blueprint novella. It's a futuristic auto-erotic fan fiction that I've written, um, and it is essentially based on what the future will inevitably be like if I am elected president and several generations after yes. that. I heard uh, a little excerpt of it. You were reading a little passage from it, and I actually got a little hot and bothered and blushed a little. I was here by myself in my bathrobe. I mean, once again, most of of the the, uh, graphic sex scenes are between a a married man and and a woman and uh, and, uh, occasionally a dream pony. 
but I believe it's very tasteful. Uh, I, I tried to. Uh, yes, yeah, classy, 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 uh, classy, uh, and it's not all about uh, fornication with anime ponies. I might add. Um, and if I may, I'd like to read a few short segments to uh, to point uh, to prove that. Please, okay. yes, okay. yes. All right, this is uh, from my upcoming novel, to, uh, being released uh, piece by piece, chapter by chapter, um, and I think you can subscribe Fern, to it. Fern, send any kids out of the room. Are you ready for this, Fern? Oh, they're out of the house. They're out of the house for this show. Okay. All right. Yeah, this, 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 this is not this is not the porno version. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have a sip of water here and uh, get down to it. Okay. Take your time. Find your chi. All right. I'm, I'm focusing down. I don't want to leave you with no, any any uh, any dead air time. I know I know how that how that is. Um, okay, but I'm going to take a, a deep breath, a dramatic a dramatic pause, and then I will start. So um, there will be like a split second of, of uh, dead air, but don't panic. Okay. There were harsh political realities when President for Life Vermin the First took office. At the time of his at the time of his ascent to the White House, there were over three hundred million Americans in America's previous borders. At the time, there were only two hundred and fifty thousand ponies in the whole country. It was a recipe for civil unrest. Those were not just political realities; these were reality realities. There was a very stark choice to be made. On the table, would it be the mass execution of some 299,700,000 Americans in order to achieve proper pony-human parity or something else? It is certainly true that such a mass execution would create jobs. It would also lessen the country's dependence on foreign oil. It would be good for the environment. Although there were some drawbacks to consider... Mostly, they were merely questions of ethics and public relations. During this time of widespread civil unrest, all options were on the table. The dental high command was put on high alert. The dental re-education camps were readied. Homeland Dental Security coordinated with the nation's dental police departments. The The militarization of America's dental police forces had been a great idea that it was about to pay off in lower incidence of gum disease nationwide. There were riots in the streets of numerous cities. Pulsating water pick cannons knocked rioters off their feet and knocked the plaque right off their teeth. The population was demanding their ponies, ponies that were nowhere in sight. It was a time of heightened international tensions. No one would have blamed Tyrant Supreme if he had ordered the National Dental Guard to carry out a full-scale massacre of the civilian population. It was high time, actually. The veneer of civility that had protected Americans from such real political unrest for quite some time was wearing thin. The quaint and oft-repeated notion that it can't happen here was truly just a lack of imagination. It did not help at all that recently installed dictator forever vermin supreme was completely and utterly insane wow you know vermin um i believe in a lot of what you're saying however i live out here in the mountains of tennessee where the average amount of teeth per mouth is nine to eleven teeth per mouth 
what can your dental campaign possibly have to offer these people out here in Tennessee who only have maybe seven, eight, nine teeth? Well, it will be a stopgap uh, stop dental loss prevention program where we'll uh, try and uh, arrest, if you will, uh, the, uh, the the loss of any more teeth. Uh, we'll, we'll be very concerned about uh, the gum line of Tennessee, a uh, very important issue in this day and age, uh, making sure that uh, that uh, people do retain the teeth they have and perhaps give them new teeth, new government-issued teeth, uh, uh, full dental partials, uh, crossing the bridge work over to the 23rd century, uh, and uh, computer dental chip uh, dentures. That sounds Thank good you. to me. Um, you refer mm-hmm. to ponies quite a bit. What happened to the Free Pony Party? Because I'm kind of upset you're no longer running under that banner. Well, once again, I am, and I am not. But the important thing to keep in mind is that my campaign operates in any number of realities. Not just this one, but others as well, so that I can simultaneously be a candidate in this dimension, in this reality, or that one. Uh, yes, I do appear on the Democratic primary ticket in New Hampshire. But once again, if I'm aligning myself with a, a major party, it's merely for convenience. It's the flag of convenience. I am either a dino or a rhino. I am not subscribing to their party uh, dogma. I am uh, acting as a Trojan pony to attempt to influence their voters into my direction. So please be assured that once the uh, once uh, well we'll see you know I, I will continue the charade uh, perhaps up until the conventions and if I'm not nominated in either of the parties uh, as their presidential uh, candidate then yes of course I will uh, revert to the uh, Free American Par- uh, Pony Party and here in Massachusetts it uh, you can create your very own uh, political party uh, independent political party. Uh, with only 50 uh, voters uh, signing the petition. So, yeah, we're, we're, it's going to be a real wow. party here, for sure. Well, I predict uh, it's going to be you versus Trump. Do you think you have what it takes to take down a man of Trump's stature? Well, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. The, the trick is, of course, uh, getting past his goons. Uh, the man does seem to have been a – he can afford the, the, some of the finest goons in the industry. <laughs> And, uh, and, yeah, and and somehow, even in spite of having all these uh, private goons on the payroll, now he has drawn the Secret Service uh, into it just to give him uh, another uh, layer of insulation from the common working uh, other presidential candidates who wear boots on their heads and uh, Mr. Trump. I've had a few minor encounters uh, with him getting close enough to, to shout uh, uh, phrases that probably made little or no sense to him. Uh, I have gotten a few good dirty looks from him. Uh, my close personal associate, uh, Mr. Rod Weber, also known as Flower Guy, he has been working the New Hampshire primary. Uh, his uh, bit has been to give flowers to the, to the various candidates, and uh, uh, most of them have accepted them. Uh, but in the case of uh, the Trump events, uh, there was one time when uh, Trump asked him from stage to his favorite Bible quote, and he yelled it. Uh, uh, Rod responded with his favorite Bible quote, and then uh, he was treated as a heckler by the uh, by the people there and thumped a little bit. And then at the No Labels uh, conference up in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, where Trump was the guest of another organization, no less, uh, Mr. Weber uh, w- went to complain to Mr. Trump. 
And uh, Mr. Trump's people seemingly lied to the Manchester Police Department, uh, insinuating that they were the Secret Service and, the, and the, uh, enlisting their aid and uh, evicting this flower guy and throwing his ass over table. It's uh, it's uh, politics is a, can be a full contact sport. Uh, in 2012, sounds camp- like it. <laughs> my campaign staff was uh, uh, taken down by some Republican goons. Um, this one gentleman actually was hitting. Uh, Babs, my photographer and press uh, uh, conference person, uh, in the back of the head. Uh, we we have videotapes. Uh, his 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 knuckles were taped. Um, that was at a Rick Santorum event uh, when uh, we were just get we were just having too much fun with Mr. Santorum, if you will, and uh, it was a very charged crowd, and uh, and his goons led with this uh, with a full on assault on. Uh, well, Santorum's number one enemy is fun. So yes, I, think I believe. Have... I mean, they were doing everything they could to to uh, prevent him from being uh, glitter bombed. Perhaps I'm not sure. Well, I but, wish that uh, would have happened. And, and of course, there was the time in, uh, when Rudy Giuliani's goons. Uh, and, and this is on the internet. There is amazing footage of this. If you want to watch this, uh, you have to go back to see. Uh, type in Giuliani and Vermin Supreme, and once you, it's in slow motion and essentially. It takes three goons to execute this beautiful move, where the where I'm trying to present uh, Rudy with a clown nose, and the first goon uh, shoves me back with his butt, and then you see the second goon toss uh, shove my hand up with his my forearm with his forearm, and then the third one does a thumb hook under under my uh, armpit and shoves me. You see the boot go flying. It's uh, it's quite interesting. I mean, politics is always a pretty crazy scene up there. Uh, usually it's just people jockeying to block you with their signs and and like make it and, and this type of thing, but occasionally it gets a little crazy. Have you ever thought about inviting some of your political opponents to do like a duet album with you? Maybe singing some Captain and Tennille or Sonny and Cher. Maybe that would cross over some bridges. That could. I, I think Martin O'Malley uh, would be game for that. Uh, we met him the other night. He seemed a, a very nice candidate. Uh, I wished him luck. I, I, I hope uh, told, telling him that I hope he got more votes for, uh, than me for, for his sake. You know, I, I just you know looking out for the guy. Um, I, I believe that we all can agree that he is a, a menace and uh, needs to be stopped. And and I have made it my goal to crush Martin O'Malley uh, this election cycle. If, if any, I think that's a very achievable goal, Vermin. Um, let me I, ask you this one last question, and then I'm going to give this over to Fern and D. On the campaign trail, you have advocated over and over again to give a kidney. Does this include people who only have one kidney? Because I find this a little bit disturbing. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure which Wikipedia page you're reading, of course, but uh, they're all a little different, quoting uh, quoting different things, and then they get quoted again. Uh, but, yes, I, I am a living uh, kidney donor. I, I did give my uh, mother uh, a kidney uh, some eight and a half years ago, and uh, that has allowed her to live a, a long and, and much uh, – and, uh, Semi uh, unhealthy life. Uh, she, she's had a heart attack. She she broke her neck. She she spent a year in the hospital with E. coli. Um, she, she's had like all these terrible things befall her. Uh, she's been in it. But would she have had these things? Uh, had the pleasure of these things happening without the kidney? Apparently not. So uh, it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, you should give kidneys. Everybody's got so even if you have one kidney. kidney, should you give a kidney if you only have one? Should you be that self-sacrificing for the vermin campaign? No, of course not. Of course not. No, no. All right, then you are very reasonable. I, I mean, you could. I, I think you could. St- yeah, not while you're alive, let's say. Posthumously, if you want to be a, a human 
<laughs> uh, cadaver donor? Sure. Why, why not? They, you know, why, why have that stuff go on the ground? Yeah. Nice, Vern. Do you have anything for Vermin here? I feel like I've been talking right over you guys, and there's a lot to look Oh, yes, yes, definitely. I, actually, my question pertains to foreign policy, and I've heard you, you know, I've heard your, your benefits of, you know, free ponies and, and, and the, you know, the use of zombies and how, how critical that is. And, um, yeah, but, well, of course, dental hygiene. You're not, you're not talking warfare because the use of zombies in warfare has been nixed by the uh, United Nations, I believe. Ah, okay. Mm. So my, I guess my question is improving relations with Russia. How would you improve Damn, relations with Russia, or do you no. want to improve relations with Russia? They may provide to be a very valuable ally in the war on Narnia. It's uh, it's very true. I, I mean, I am probably the only candidate who's actively looking towards the interdimensional warfare and uh, entering other realms. Um I believe once we can find that wardrobe, we'll be easily able to um, enter and, and well, leave. Well, just to forty percent of Republicans want to bomb. What is it, Akronomen or whatever from Aladdin? The correct. Of, so, correct. Yeah, yeah, Akronomen. So you're not completely and, uh, alone in wanting to go interdimensional with warfare. It's very true, and I, I, I'm uh, looking at that with a keen eye. I've, I've been promoting it for a number of years, and I'm glad that the pollsters have finally caught up to asking the very important questions which which imaginary land should we take out first and which will will we have been at war with always these are the questions that are on the american minds mm-hmm. absolutely all right last thing before we got to head out here um you did a strike on christmas nobody working nobody um kind of getting online and doing things you've got one set general up strike sir. yes i'm calling for another general, general strike uh, new year's day january 1st Let's start the year off with a bang. General strike. Um, I'm on the Twitter thing, at Vermin Supreme. I'm on the Facebook thing. Uh, um, there, there's a couple official ones. Uh, it has a lot more spam of my stuff. Um, uh, if you're in New Hampshire, vote for me. Your votes are very important. Hey, Tennessee, uh, can you get me on the general election? It only requires like a very small number of, of uh, signatures, I think. As long as you're promising free dental work and free um, dentures, I think you're a shoe in here. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> bring some meth. Instead of uh, magical gay dust, bring some meth, and I think you're in. Oh, yeah. Meth is very <laughs> sure. big out here. When you, come, when, you, mm-hmm. when you actually come out here to the Smoky Mountains and you see all the smoke rolling off the mountains and you think it's some majestic sign of God, it's actually meth labs burning. So I think mm-hmm. you would do well if you showed up here with bags of meth and sprinkled meth everywhere and promised free denture. How, how about Sudafed in the toothpaste? Would that help the, the situation down there, do you think? You Probably. are a campaigning genius, Vermin. Yes, that would absolutely help. All right, nice. on your way out the door, tell everybody where they can find you on Facebook. You already gave us your Twitter stuff. And what you've got coming up in 2016, what we can look forward to. All right. Well, the, the Facebook is, is uh, there's a there's a picture of me and stuff on it and um, and uh, like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, look, look for uh, the Vermin Supreme for Overlord Project. It's a series of campaign commercials that uh, Director Warren Lynch has put out. I've been working with uh, Rod Weber. Look for that stuff. Look for the Quiet Desperation with Rob Patillo, uh, season three in particular. Uh, hilarious uh, stuff. Um, Look up, look at learning with vermin. Uh, you know, once again, there's many exciting uh, dimensions going on. I'm collaborating with a lot of different people who are letting me do a whole lot of different things and and filling out the universe, if you will. Uh, and what was your other question? 
2016. What can we look forward oh, to from well, well, you can look up you know, the 2012 debates, the one where I, I uh, glitter-bombed uh, uh, Mr. Cherry, and th- th- that uh, will be occurring again, and I have, I'll be following nice. that up. Uh, and first, you uh, don't very, succeed. Very nice. Very exciting things. I'm on the ballot in New Hampshire. The election day is February 9th. Uh, February 2nd is um, our Groundhog's Day offensive. Uh, it's a call for uh, national uh, direct action up in New Hampshire to uh, cluster F. Uh, can I say cluster F? The primaries? Yeah, yeah, you can say cluster okay. fuck, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, cluster fuck the primaries. Uh, in 2012, we occupied the New Hampshire primaries, and we had a whole lot of fun. We had the libertarians up there. We had the occupiers up there. Uh, we had protesters from across the political spectrum, and we essentially had so much fun that we shut down uh, new events. We, 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 we dicked with every – if you've never been to the New Hampshire primary, come up that week, uh, February 2nd to 9th, and we will have so much fun. I mean – for years, I've been going up there. It's the most underutilized event on the American political landscape. There's the opportunity. Uh, there, every every darn candidate on the ballot will be up there. Every politician that you love to hate is going to be there. They all have campaign headquarters. They all have campaign buses. They all have campaign stuff. They're bouncing around like a like ping pong balls, and it's very easy to go up there and cluster fuck their show. And uh, when they see us coming, when they see my campaign coming at them. Um, you know, they don't like it one bit, but on the other hand, they know that we're going to do it to all the rest of them. Uh, so well, you, full you get... disclosure, Furman, um, you can't say the F word on, in nine dimensions where we broadcast, so I did have to beep you out in nine different dimensions. Sorry about Fair that. Enough. Yeah, but nothing. Fair it's enough. all good. Sure. All right, Furman, yeah, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. I wish you great success, and I look forward to you being my eventual overlord. Thank you. Oh, oh, and, and people can uh, – I've got uh, the, the PayPal thing. You can donate to my campaign, VermanSupreme2016 at Gmail. Dot com. It's PayPal, I know, but it, we're, I'm a real 527. I'm registered with the damn IRS. I'm registered with the, we, you know, we've we got to zero out. We've got to spend all this money in the campaign, all, all these things. It's a real campaign. It's, it's real. Yeah, it's not just on the Internet. It happens in the real world. Meat world, motherfuckers! Thank well, you. To, prove, to prove you are an actual supporter, what percentage of your income should you give to Vermin Supreme's PayPal? 80, 90, only leave enough to have top ramen noodles for the rest of your life? How much should we be giving? I would not wish that upon the people, but, you know, you, you, I'll, I'll give you some prizes. You know, maybe there's a T-shirt, a bumper sticker I'll send you. You know, it's, I just want to give you the opportunity to, you know, say in a monetary sense how much you love me. How It's, it's a te- it's a you, the opportunity for you, I mean, how often do you have the opportunity to really express your, your love and, and support for, for a campaign uh, with real money? Do you accept Greek drachas and, like, gold doubloons and things like oh, that? Oh, sure. Bitco- Bitcoin soon, man. Send them all. Bring them on. All righty, fair enough. It, it bumps you up on the pony list quite a bit, i got to tell you. Wow, oh, money. I, I love it. Alrighty, guys, I want to wish everybody a happy New Year's and thanks for tuning in to our last show of the year. I'm going to play a little bit of Vermin's uh, meme song. And Vermin, thank you very much. I wish you nothing but luck heading into 2016. Thank you, sir. You also, you and yours. Alrighty, here we go, guys. Talk to you next year. I wish I had a real pony. computer screen. I am a meme. My name is Vermin Supreme. I am a meme. 
Like an electronic dream, I am a meme. On the digital stream, I am a meme. I take my coffee with cream, I am a meme. I am the Brody Queen. Harnessing the awesome power of zombies. DNA gene splicing to create a race of winged monkeys to act as tooth fairies. Thunderman Supreme. Strong teeth for strong America. Free ponies for all Americans. I am a meme. Like the double rainbow guy, I am a meme. Yes, I am really high, I am a meme. Like the girl who loves cats and dresses them up in little hats, I am a meme. Like the drugged up kid, I am a meme. I don't know what I did, I am a meme. Like the peppers break up, I am a meme. I want to make it stop, I am a meme. I'm a friendly meme. fascist. Meme. I'm a tyrant that meme. you should trust. Meme. And you should meme. let me run meme. your life. Because I do know what is best for you. I am a meme. Should be gone like yesterday's trash. But here I am in the pen I flash. I am a meme. Vote early, vote often. Remember, a vote for Vermin Supreme is a vote completely thrown away. I'm jumping, 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 jumping the shark. Pony based economy. I'm jumping, 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 Federal pony identification program. Buy my merch. We'll need your pony with you at all times. Buy my merch. Jesus told me to uh, make Randall Terry gay. Okay, thank you, Mr. Supreme. Thank you, thank you. All right. He's turning gay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. 